Let this define you. Life's challenges can derail you from your destiny and purpose. We're here to remind you that getting knocked down, no matter how hard, can be the starting point of the best days of your life. Do you believe that your failures can define you in the best way possible? Listen in on Patrick McMullen's conversation with inspiring people who have proven it can. On this week's episode, we have the pleasure of talking to David Knorr, CEO of The Knorr Group. Knorr Group empowers global P&L leaders to become aware of and leverage their most valuable assets, their portfolio of strategic relationships. They work with leaders and teams who are competent, capable, and have constructive intentions. Listeners will greatly benefit from David's independent, agenda-free voice that brings prudent candor to unique challenges and opportunities. Enjoy. Well, David Noor, best known as Noor, I, this is called Let This Define You, and it's the story behind the personalities of Break Time University. And I think of all the people I know, one of the most amazing personalities is the guy known as Noor. And what's so fun is we went all the way across the globe to meet. <laughs> Remember those days? Indeed. It's good to see you. It's great to see you. So your story, it's amazing because... I, I'm just drawn to you because of a guy that, that it comes from a very humble background mm. and you just defined a life that's extraordinary. Tell, tell everybody about it. Yeah, very kind of you. So for your audience, originally from Iran, born to middle-class teachers, the old regime had an exchange program and in 72, we went to Kuwait and, you know, they taught in schools there and you know, regime change happened. They they canceled that program, called all these teachers back. And my parents at that time had this foresight that there wouldn't be a whole lot of future for me in Iran. So we got a couple uncles in Europe. They said, no thanks. A couple of, you know, three in the U.S. Two of them said, no thanks. One of them said, we'll take them for the summer. So I came in May 23rd, 1981 with a suitcase, a hundred bucks, didn't know anybody and didn't speak a word of English. As you know, I literally landed JFK with a badge around my neck, put this kid on an Eastern airline flight to Atlanta, and he doesn't speak a word of English. So I came and lived with an aunt and uncle that I hadn't seen since birth. And initially, it was just going to be for the summer. And then my aunt's American, she basically convinced my uncle that if you send him back, might as well be a death sentence because Iran was enthralled in the Iran-Iraq war right, time. And right. So I finished high school here, got my Eagle Scout here, uh, grew up in Atlanta, undergrad. I started engineering, electrical, because my parents wanted me to. Quickly figured I didn't want to you know, do circuit design the rest of my life, so transferred to business and uh, got into sales, selling PCs, 286s, if you remember those yeah, things it, back in the day. It, yes, I do. <laughs> it, that's crazy, selling PCs. Yeah, and, and that became you know inside sales and outside sales and major accounts and national accounts, and then I saw guys, you know, driving nicer cars and wearing nicer clothes. And I want to know what they do. And right. and also wanted to extend my business acumen. So when I got a, a, an MBA at Emory, I got, you know, grad school and went into consulting and uh, president of a president of a company in New York, who raised a, a round of funding, merged and sold that business. Then I spent several years on behalf of private equity firms, going out to portfolio companies and working with them. You've met my lovely bride. She's the woman is a saint. She <laughs> is a saint. Let <laughs> I me mean, think about what Likewise. we do. Yeah, we both have wives. Yeah. I don't know how they say out kicking the coverage. Yeah. I know I did. Right. And your wife's a gem. Yeah, she is amazing. Wendy's amazing. So we just celebrated 27 years marriage. Congratulations. Thank you. Two grown kids. I, I, I'm blessed beyond measure. And 
I uh, went back to Atlanta, couldn't find anything I got real excited about. So when he's like, what do you want to do? I said, I said, this, you know, I've been on my own, you know, two, three times. And, you know, I think I want to do that again. And she's like, go for it. I said, honey, you might be poor for a while. She's like, that's okay. Go for it. I want you to be happy and excited about what you're doing. So 21 years ago, hung my own shingles. As you know, doing consulting, advisory work, executive development, speak extensively, written a few books. And I, I joking aside, I, I'm, I'm living the American dream. So if you believe there's no limit, if you believe education is your path out, if you believe in a work ethic and, and the ability to create a very different life for yourself, your family, that, that's, that's what I've been blessed to be able to do. You, you talked about 21, 22 years ago, mm. and you – I think it's 13, 14 books now you've written. Yeah. There has to be a time where there is a, a moment where you said, this is where it started, it took off, where you said, I'm onto something. Remember sure. that time? I do. First glimpse of it was in my consulting world. So if you think about consulting, everybody's going to say they have great people. Everybody's going to say we have our own methodology. Right. People who win consulting engagements they have a better relationship than those who don't. Mm -hmm. So I saw, again, McKinsey's and BCG's and Bain's of the world build great relationships with the executives and the boards. And and when they had a need, they would bring in those names. Right. Not only they had the brand, but they had the relationship with the partners. Right. Then on the private equity days, I saw companies that outpaced their competitive peers, didn't just have great products or services, that phenomenal relationships inside the company and outside of it. Right. So when I went on my own, I said, there's got to be something there. And, and you know, I wrote in one of my first books. I didn't get it then, but I certainly get it now that my dad walking me through bazaars of Iran on our Friday errands, he didn't just have a list of things mom wanted to make or things he needed around the house. Dad also made a relationship list. Yes. And he made sure we stopped and visited with key, whether it was an influential politician or a plumber that he you know, needed at the house, he made sure we stopped and visited and had tea with. And at, you know, at, at, at a young age, you're like, come on, dad, I want to go have ice cream yeah. or I want to go play with my friends. Or, right. And it was teaching me that regardless of what any of us do, we're all fundamentally in the relationship business. And I, and I learned at a very young age. And then you come and, – and if you've lived abroad, if your audience have lived abroad, worked abroad, you kind of realize that the rest of the world builds relationships first from which they do business. Regrettably, now as Americans or even I would say Westerners, Patrick, we're so focused on the business part that if and only if the business part works, we'll think about building relationships. Hence the disconnect when we go into places and people don't look like us, sound right. like us or come from our backgrounds. So the impetus for my business was what I call a listening tour. I went to 35 executives. I liked, I trusted, I respected, and I asked two questions. What do you believe I do exceptionally well? Mm -hmm. And where do you believe are my growing edges? And the consistent input on what I do well was, I'm paraphrasing, they said, you network better than anybody we've ever met. If you can teach other people how to do that, you'll succeed. And, and the, the growing edge was you're the classic vision guy. Build the vision. Surround yourself with others that can kind of come along with you and execute. Right. So I said, you know, let me go figure that out. And I started to work with, you know, different size companies, as, as you know. And, 
and sure and behold, you know, there's 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 a need for help us become better at building both internal and external relationships. And that's become the the epicenter of my work for the last two decades. Did you enjoy this conversation? Hit the plus sign or follow button so you don't miss an episode with Patrick and his inspiring guests. Thank you for joining us. And remember to let this define you.